We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are... The fan upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. You guys have a ton of choices out there. Truly do appreciate you making us part of your day. So here's how you can take part. You can give us a call at 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-F-A-N-F-O-N-E. That's 844-326-3663. And the carpro.com text line is there for you at 71307. Just start your text with the word FAN And away you go on the show. Coming up on the show today, we honor a legend and we honor our high school athlete of the week. Number two, we will ask who is the silver medal winner in this category that you care about. Number three, programs that should aim to make the college football playoff every season. Who are they? Who's still alive? Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, number four, we've got J.J. Hardy of Panthers Culture. We've got the top five at five. We've got Lawton Swan. We've got Truth Serum. And we have you here on the most interactive sports radio show anywhere. If you're on the YouTube channel right now, you see I am rocking the FU all the time Furman hoodie. Best logo, best hashtag, best slogan in all of sports, remember how popular Rise Up was with the Atlanta Falcons, Rise Up? They had, like, gospel singers singing it, Rise Up, and it sounded beautiful. F you all the time has got to be the most underrated slogan in the history of sports. Most underrated in the history of sports, man. Period. End of story. Thanks for playing. This is amazing. More on Furman momentarily. But I want to open with this. Um, the... Michigan Wolverines, right? This this story is getting saucy and it is getting juicy. What we heard the college football playoff committee say this week, folks, is that, look, we consider this an NCAA issue. NCAA football 2026 EA Sports to the game. We heard them say it's an NCAA issue. It's not an it's not an us issue, right? Well, it is a you issue because the NCAA is going to drag its feet. And do you want to send the message? Like, think about this analogous to your family and how you run your family. If your kid is one of those kids that takes the entire candy bowl that somebody left outside of their house and you catch them doing that, is the punishment three years from now? Or is the punishment now? Our friend Brandon had that happen at his house. Oh, it's In a bowl of candy at his front door. And it's kind of funny because it was a kid dressed as a skeleton, like, you know, the classic black bodysuit with the skeleton printed on the bodysuit. Uh, the problem, the one difference between this one and ones that I've seen before is that there was an extra bone hanging off the front of the suit. Oh. Referencing that he had oh. a large, 
you know what? He's got something to be proud of. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, that was Brandon, or that was the kid who stole the candy? No, that was the kid who stole the candy. And he got him on video. And he took the candy, he took the bowl, he took everything. Oh, my gosh. See, Why are you going to take like, a man's big plastic punch you know, bowl? Like, like, listen, listen. Well, he was bringing a big plastic something else to the house, too, so that's the problem. <laughs> so, uh, so I'll tell you what. Um, guys, yeah, Angela was showing me these videos last night. And I, all I was saying is, what kind of kids are we raising? You know, like there's an instruction that says take one or take two and ain't nobody around. So I'm taking them all. There's some videos where the parents are getting in on it with the kids. Like, what are we doing? If you caught your kid doing that, the punishment would be swift. It would probably be severe. Right. And it would be immediate. But with the NCAA, it's none of those things. They managed to somehow achieve the worst of all. They ignore it now. They ignore it tomorrow. They ignore it next month. They'll get to it in about the year 2086. Congratulations, man. What an embarrassment. What an embarrassment. So in the absence of the actual governing body of college athletics, you need to take it in your own hands. College football playoff committee, don't be feckless. Okay? Grow a pair. Do something. You know, Big Ten, don't be a wuss. Don't be a wuss, right? Make a decision that will put hair on your peaches, okay? And, and act. And yesterday, the entire Big Ten, in terms of their coaches and the conference commissioners, et cetera, were on a conference call, my friends. They were on a conference call yesterday in which Jim Harbaugh was kicked out of the conference call. Now, why would Jim Harbaugh be kicked out of the conference call? Jim Harbaugh was kicked out of the conference call because they needed to talk about Jim Harbaugh without him in the room. And according to many, many sources, when Jim Harbaugh left the call, they pleaded with their conference commissioner to take action against Michigan and to take action against Michigan now. I was under the impression when I told you guys, man, don't be surprised If Michigan is ineligible for the college football playoff, don't be surprised. When I shared that with you, I was under the impression that these entities had enough spine to do something because we have evidence. And last week, you know, I was listening to uh, Michigan radio and Mike Valenti of 97 won the ticket in Detroit was going through like all the different excuses and the whole everybody's doing it thing is a bunch of BS it's a bunch of BS. Well, the way everyone else is doing it would be analogous to me saying, okay, I flicked you on the arm, but Michigan punched you in the face. That's not the same thing. You know, other schools are, if you don't protect your signs, they saw the sign, they saw the sign, they saw the sign. If you don't protect your signs, they'll grab your signs. That's what other schools are doing. Michigan has a dude with sunglasses at night on the sidelines, cameras in his sunglasses, cameras on his iPhone, recording stuff, sending it to Michigan, and don't even tell me that it had no impact. Maybe he owns stock in, like, one of those chintzy spy spy gadget companies. Yeah, man. I mean, I, Diesel, like, I, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. You heard me get into it with uh, Jake Crane a little bit yesterday at 420. Jake says, look, Mark, you know, you can't play this what-if game. And 
I was a coach, and we knew everybody's signs, and they knew our signs, and yada, yada, yada. Guys, the, the data is direct, it is swift, and it is damning. It is damning. And I'm not even talking about the videos that we have of Michigan knowing what plays are coming. Okay, well, it doesn't matter, Mark Ryan. You still got to stop the play. What do you mean it doesn't matter? Is a play action effective if you know it's a pass? Is a play action play effective if you know it's a run? You know the answer to this. I'm not interested in hearing what Michigan fans have to say about this. You can't be unbiased. Nor am I interested in hearing what Ohio State fans have to say about this. You guys have been wanting to bury the Wolverines your entire life. As a fan, I can't be objective. Thank you, Diesel. Thank you. As a fan, you can't be. Thank you, J.J. Hardy. Yeah, thank you, J.J. Hardy. You can't be, right? So I don't care what those two fan bases say. Here's what I know. Michigan, knowing the signs, beat Ohio State 45-23. to They dominated them. The very next game Ohio State plays, they have the eventual national champion Georgia beat dead to rights before a furious fourth-quarter comeback results in a missed field goal, results in Georgia surviving Ohio State 42-41. Now let me ask you a question. Who was a better team last year, Georgia or Michigan? You know how that ended, right? Right? Then, when TCU caught on to the sign-stealing BS, they created dummy calls. What does that mean? They made it look like they were using the same, same signals, but what used to be a slant now became a fly route, right? So they would call the slant signal, and now it means it's a fly route. And Michigan was caught out of position. Quentin Johnson had multiple wide-open plays, and TCU with not one-tenth of the talent of Michigan, beat Michigan. Why? Because they didn't have their signs. Yeah, but everybody knows that – and I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Everybody knows that Major League Baseball teams change their signs every couple of weeks. Sure. Can even change them mid-game if they suspect that something is going on, that that something is amiss. And maybe it just adds a level of complexity to the game of – all right, now – now, we used to be able to just get a, get away with sending in the signals. Now we got to send in dummy signals. Look, the answer is right there in front of your face. As Matt Rule pointed it out. Just put a damn microphone and a speaker in the quarterback's helmet and let coaches call the play in via the radio, and then you can't steal the signs anymore. We don't have to deal with these stupid four-way photos. One of them is Taylor Swift. The other one is a boogeyman. The other one is a stapler. What does it all mean? I just put, like, why is the NCAA so ass-backwards on this? There, there are things in sports, Mark, and I don't want to take us too far off topic here. There's things in sports that baffle our mind. Like, why isn't there uh, an RFID location chip at both ends of the football? Why isn't there an invisible barrier line across the goal line where we know if the tip of the football crosses the line, a red light's going to go off somewhere. It's going to tell people that the ball absolutely crossed the goal line. Now we just got to look at the knee and figure out where the knee was when the ball crossed the goal line. Like, why are we making this so hard? Why are we making this so hard? Why can't we just put a radio in their helmet, put an, uh, put an RFID chip on the goal line, and as soon as the ball crosses the plane, red light goes off. It's one less thing for them to try to figure out. Yeah, no, 
these are 100%. You can change your signs. You can change your signs every week. But the problem is you only have so much legal time you can spend with these kids. And they spent the whole offseason learning what your signs are. So the, it's, it's kind of a nightmare to say, okay, before a huge game, we're going to change all our signs. Now, why was TCU able to do it effectively? You know why? Because they were five weeks off until they played Michigan. So they, they essentially learned an entire new playbook in the five weeks. Guys, here's where I come out on this, okay? Whether it's a misdemeanor or a felony, et cetera, yada, yada, cheating is cheating, okay? Now, when I was a high school teacher, if I saw a kid cheating, it was an immediate zero. It was an immediate zero, all right? I'm not holier than thou. At, at one point in my life, I've cheated. What's the, um, you can't BS a BSer, Diesel? Like, I've cheated, so I know what it looks like when somebody's cheating. This is a true story. Natalie Portman attended Harvard with my cousin and cheated off my cousin on a history paper, then goes on Saturday Night Live and brags about how she cheated her ass off at Harvard. Okay? Like, she, she's done that. One of the people she cheated off of was my cousin. You can't BS a BSer. Okay? I have cheated on exams before in my life. So when I was a college teacher, isn't about grades though it's about an experience. Oh, Diesel, I didn't do that in college because in college the, <laughs> the penalty is like you're kicked out of school. Like it's it's not worth the risk, right? In high school it was like okay, you you cheated you get a zero. I can overcome a zero in high school, right? But um but it, when I was teaching, if I I remember this like it was yesterday, Diesel, I had this bad kid and his name was Noe and he was always screwing around. And I saw him like looking at a paper that was underneath his legs in the chair. And I said, Noe, you're cheating. Don't even bother finishing the test. It's a zero. And he goes, I don't give an F. That's what he said. Right? I don't give an F. And unfortunately... You're like, no, you're going to get an F. Yeah, that's it. That's how Michigan fans are acting right now. I don't give an F. Why doesn't Jim Harbaugh have a press conference about this? What did you know? What can you prove? Et cetera, et cetera. Right? Where, like, where is the accountability here? Because we have evidence. You know, if you didn't do what you're allowed to do, which is just, I observe every time I see this hand signal, they're running a slant. If you went above and beyond to break the rules, you're guilty. Okay? And you damn well shouldn't be eligible this year. And I will say this, guys. You know, if you've listened to this show, you know that I've picked Michigan to win the national championship this year. That was based on no knowledge that they were Stein sign-stealing. I just thought they were that good. Knowing that there's no way in Hades they can do now what they've been doing, I no longer pick Michigan to win the national championship. I now go back to Georgia, okay? Because they're not going to be able to swing what they've done before, and everybody's on to them, and Georgia's going to have new signs, and everybody's going to have new signs, and it's going to be the TCU effect. How do you explain... Michigan destroys Ohio State. Georgia barely by the skin of their teeth beats Ohio State. TCU beats Michigan. Georgia makes TCU look like a high school team. Don't tell me it's the matchups. Don't tell me it's because transitive property stinks. There's something to that. There absolutely is, and I don't think Michigan should be playing in the college football playoff this year. My question to you is, you are the college football commissioner that uh, the sport desperately needs. What is your ruling on Michigan's postseason eligibility this year? What's your ruling? I want to know 
what you're thinking. Tell me what's on your mind. I want to know. Like, what are you doing? Because there's no way I'm leaving them eligible. They can sue me for all I care. I know they cheated. Period. End of story. Thanks for playing. All right, guys, let's get the text line going today. 71307 on the carpro.com. Text line is where you can get to us. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove. You're darn right. You're darn right. So what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? Texter says, don't break your own rules and jump to conclusions. Uh, what conclusions are we jumping here to, Texter? Like, do we not know what they did? Do you not know what they did? Texter, what you don't realize is we have a mat on the floor with all of these conclusions written on them that we can jump to. The jump to conclusions mat. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Took you a second, didn't it? Office space. What what does he say? Texter says, "We we live in a small circular neighborhood, maybe a quarter mile all around. Our whole candy bowl and a pumpkin was gone before we got back. It was like maybe 10 minutes, LOL. These kids these days, you got to be there to answer the door. That's the only explanation. Yeah, you know? why? what's what's going on with the, all the lazy-ass ha- houses putting a bowl outside saying, take one? I it, That seems to be more prevalent than ever, which means people are lazy. They don't want to get up and answer the door. Maybe you got dogs and you don't want the dogs to freak out every five minutes when somebody rings the doorbell. I'm not talking about you. Okay, I'm just talking about the lazy people who don't want to get up and answer the door. It just it happened like you're you're begging for this to happen. And I remember when I was a kid, like it's not like it's new, kids stealing the whole candy bowl. The guy down the street would always do the same thing. You put a bowl out, say take one, happy Halloween, and you'd go out early when the sun was still shining and the the bowl was empty. Cuz kids would just take the whole damn thing. Not like it's new. It's awful, but it's 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 awful. And like I think people who are unwilling to uh, to answer the door, that's a misdemeanor. Okay, kids stealing the whole bowl, that's a felony. That's ridiculous. I was trying to negotiate with kids on Halloween. I got home late. You know, I got home towards like the end of the trick or treaters, and I was negotiating with the kids who were answering answering the door. Be like, I'll give you two pieces of candy if you give me one piece out of your bag. Like I get to pick one, you get to pick two. And, like, for a five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old, they don't understand this concept. Yep. They think, oh, you're taking candy out of my bag. This sucks. But I'm like, no, you're getting one extra piece of candy. You're getting two for one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You now have two pieces of candy where you used to have one. That's right. Like, I I just, I don't know. Do you not see all those bowls (laughs) of candy videos disappearing and be like, like, what are we doing? What are we teaching our kids? And the worst is when the parents are involved in it. Man of Tomorrow says I'm guilty of victim-blaming. Oh. Victim blaming the houses that just put out the bowls of candy. Why aren't you messing with the kids? If you know they're going to steal your bowl of candy, why aren't you finding ways to mess with them? Oh, Diesel, this brings to light one of my favorite scenes. We just watched uh, Big Daddy, yeah. right? Adam Sandler with uh, Jackson, and Jackson was into it because the kid's his age, right? And Big Daddy, do you remember the scene where the the well-to-do guy would not answer the door for them uh, for trick-or-treating? And, yes. and Adam yes. goes into his house, tells the kid to stay right there. Adam Sandler breaks into his home, takes him by the collar, and says, he doesn't like that. What do you got? Give him something else. S- the CDs. guy ends up giving him CDs and a, his Rolex watch and, <laughs> and all this other stuff. Yeah, next year be prepared, bleep. Here's how you handle this. 
you have a you you put a stump out there and you screw the bowl into the stump so that you can't take the bowl and then you put like two pieces of candy in there watch the kids fight it out so if a group of five kids come to your door and there's only two pieces of candy in there those five kids have to fight it out for two pieces of candy. Now that's entertaining. Let's let's Lord of the Flies this thing. Come that's on, guys. Man. Survival and then you got to start recording. You, you got the ring doorbell camera. You're recording it. It's free entertainment. Why is this not happening? That is Hunger Games 2023 yeah. edition. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go, baby. All right, my friends. What do you make? Uh, I think <laughs> Michigan should be banned from the postseason. Diesel, should Michigan be banned? Yes or no? Uh, no. Based on the factual information that we have right now, we okay. don't. We, nothing has been proven yet. And remember, it's not what you know; it's what you can prove. You know they cheated. We know they cheated. I know they cheated, but it hasn't been proven yet. And until it's proven, it's what this country is founded on, Mark: guilty until proven innocent, or innocent. <laughs> excuse me. That's what innocent, it is. That's what it is now. Yeah. Innocent until proven guilty. So Michigan are innocent until somebody has smoking gun proof evidence that this cheating took place. I, I don't disagree with you that it happened. I'm fairly certain that it did. It's like I'm I'm about 90% certain that O.J. Simpson murdered his wife and Ron Goldman. But you can't prove it. Just 90%? Just 90%? How about 99.99999999% uh, 9%? Uh, all right, guys. Coming up next on the show. Um you know, this show prides itself on doing topics that you can't predict. So this might fall under that under that category, but we darn well should be talking about it. So we will. And I'm wondering if you will be soon as well. That's next right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ron and Diesel, and we are the fan of state. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Coming up in this very segment, you'll have a chance to win two tickets to the Ingalls Asheville Classic Basketball Tournament featuring Clemson, UAB, Maryland, and Davidson. Now, you're not just going to one day's worth of basketball. No, no, no. You're going to two days' worth of basketball, Friday, November 10th, and Sunday, November 12th. You'll get two tickets to both days, full sessions. You'll get the semifinal games, third place, and championship games. And your chance to win is coming up later on in this segment, less than 10 minutes from right now. There you go. Take advantage of that opportunity. Uh, this is going to be an awesome, incredible basketball tournament, and we want you to be able to go. So make sure you get yourself in queue as soon as we say the magic word, and uh, you, too, could be Asheville-bound to see some incredible basketball. 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-F-A-N-F-O-N-E. That's 844-326-3663. A couple of programming notes to you as well. Um, make sure to get your upset picks in. You have until tomorrow, 7 p.m. to do that, right? We need your name, we need your game, and we need your point spread. 
uh, on the carpro.com text line, 71307, to start your text with the word fan, and away you go on the show. All right. Uh, other programming notes. I will be having a CBS Sports Radio show uh, this Saturday from 5 p.m. until 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, a portion of that you'll be able to hear uh, right here on the Fan Upstate. We also have some games that we're carrying, but uh, if if our coverage cuts off and you'd like, you can listen to the rest of the CBS Sports Radio show on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. And, guys, as I do every time, and I'm blown away by you guys in a very, very good way, uh, I will have our local text line open. So if you want to text the show locally, I will get to your texts nationally. How about that? Does that sound good? Uh, we appreciate you so, so very, very much. Okay. Um, 71307 on the uh, carpro.com text line is the number to get to us. And let's get to Alex and Chesney. Uh, Alex, we've asked, right? Do you ban Michigan from the postseason? Do you let Michigan play? Or do you, do you deliberate on that until you have a conclusion? What's your answer, Alex? Let them play because I want to see my high state Buckeyes whoop them, whoop them. Well, that's not the postseason, though. They're going to be playing in the regular okay. season anyway. Right, right. I don't think they should be eligible gonna, for the postseason. Uh, yeah, well, or uh, it, it don't matter. We're going to end up there uh, 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 after we whoop them in the regular season. Uh, they're probably going to end up there anyways. Um, and we can whoop them again. <laughs> so what uh, Mark, do you what, uh, what Mark, do you Mark Diesel Mark Diesel I uh, just wanted to say real fast I uh, love you guys I love the show Mark you are one of the best uh, sports radio guys that I've had the pleasure of listening to and I enjoy every minute. Oh, Alex, thank you so much for the kind words, bud, and great to hear from you. Don't be a stranger. Call us up every time, any anytime you want, especially if you're willing to say such nice things about us, Alex. That means the world to me, man. Thank you so very much. Very nice. So, Ohio State fan says, Michigan, bring it on. We ain't scared. We don't need a we don't need a no scare medallion to play you guys, right? We don't need any of that stuff, and I value that. I really do. Um, so, I'm in the band Michigan camp. And, you know, this whole Michigan, you know how the, when they arrest you, Diesel, they say you have the right to remain silent. Michigan does should not have the right to remain silent here. You know, like the silence is deafening about what's actually going on here and their guilt. The other thing I want to get to here, guys, is how do you guys behave? You know, like what? how does your behavior change? We've asked you the question, how do you do a down season, Right. And what changes in your behavior? And some of you guys said, well, Mark Ryan, I drink more. And because I drink more, the belly gets a little bit bigger. Uh, and I do other things, and I'm not watching the games, and I'm spending time with the family. Do you guys realize that there is an insanely good and juicy local story that is going on right now that is directly under our schnozzes? Directly under our noses. Okay? Um, and that is... The Furman Paladins. Okay, now, it's interesting to me. You know, like, we don't, like, I don't spend a ton of time breaking down, like, the Greenville Drive or the Swamp Rabbits, right, or the Greenville Triumph. I don't spend a ton of time on that, right? Like, not not a ton of time. Um, and the reason is 
that we're in the heart of football season. We talk about it. We put it in the top five at five, right? That we're in the heart of football season, and Clemson and South Carolina coverage moves our needle, pays our bills, right? So for me, it's always how much Clemson and South Carolina coverage, college football coverage, can I get into the show? But, folks, look at what's going on right now, okay? Look at what's going on around you. Uh, South Carolina's season has imploded, okay? Now they're fantasizing about the 12% chance that they can make a bowl game, okay? That's, those are the odds South Carolina sweeps their four games against non-top 25 competition, all of which are at home. Jacksonville State, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, and Clemson. Okay, 12% chance to, uh, to run the table, South Carolina. Clemson is, you know, about to, as they're about to have a losing record in November for the first time in about 15 years if Notre Dame beats them on Saturday. A losing record in November for the first time in how many years? You tell me, 13 years, 11 years, right? Um, a very, very long time. The Furman Paladins, my friends, are the number two team right now in the FCS. They're number two, all right? And they don't, uff, they don't F you all the time because they love you. They love us. We love them. We absolutely love, thank you, Andrew. You're the man. Thank you so much. Uh, we absolutely love them, and they love us, right? They're tremendous. But I will say this to you guys. I will say this to you. Um, You know, I'm wondering if there is room in your football-loving heart to give a new team a shot, to give the Furman Paladins a shot this year. You know, because Clemson is really the upstate's college team, right? South Carolina has a faction of fans here. Our our research says it's 57% call Clemson their favorite team, 24% call uh, South Carolina their favorite team, and 19% say other. Okay, 19% say other. Well, Furman's among that other. Every time we run the poll, who's the third most popular team in the upstate, you know what the results are? Georgia wins, but it's very, very close. It's like 52-48, 51-49. What, Michi- what, what Furman is doing right now is incredible. Incredible. Only lost this year to South Carolina. They led that game in the second quarter. Okay, and they are just going through... And they're not winning all these games 50-3. to three. They're going in workmanlike fashion, and they're doing business, and they're taking business, taking care of business, and they're never losing. Buck Thomas says Furman might be ranked number two in the FCS, but the Gamecocks are the best practice team in America. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Uh, Furman beat Kennesaw State 31-28. Furman beat Samford 27-21. Last weekend, Furman beat East Tennessee State 16-8. These are not biblical beatdowns, okay? But you know the song, all they do is win. Who is the artist there, Diesel? All they do is win, 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 no matter what. Um, they, that's all they're doing. And it's an incredible story. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. That, that's, that's what they're doing, and it's incredible. And they're at Chattanooga this weekend. Chattanooga's a pretty good football team. They can clinch, uh, I believe, at least a tie for the SOCON Conference Championship this weekend, and they can clinch them getting the bye or them getting the automatic bid in the postseason. If that happens, everybody's hands go up. That's right. And they stay there. And they stay there. 
Up, down, up, down, up, down. Uh, guys, this is an incredible story. You know, it's an incredible story. And I understand that, like, oh, Mark Clemson's playing Notre Dame and the South Carolina's playing the Jacksonville State Gamecocks and the winner gets the right to the name Gamecocks. And I understand that that's compelling and that's interesting to a greater number of you, which is why we spend the greater number of minutes talking about that, right? Because that's our job. We're in the ratings business. Did you watch? Um, do you watch Colin Cowherd's show ever? The Herd, or do you watch uh, Maggie and Perloff? How much time do they spend talking about? Um, you know, not the very main topics. Not a lot, because it's you know it's they're in the ratings business just like we are. We see the numbers. Diesel, what was it like? Nineteen out of our top twenty most viewed podcasts were Clemson and South Carolina content. Something to that effect. I mean, it's just, it's insane how, like, that is the gift that always gives Clemson and South Carolina content. You want to have a podcast that has a lot of downloads? Make it something punchy about Clemson or South Carolina, and you, my friend, have won. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't honor, appreciate, respect, prop up the unbelievable job that Furman is doing right now, man. Because I'm damn proud of them. And if you are a football fan right now, that is disenchanted, disenfranchised with what's going on with your team this season, I'm going to offer to you the Furman Paladins and my highest recommendation to, to take them in the rest of the way. All of their games are heard in their entirety right here on the Fan Upstate. Coverage of this week's game against Chattanooga will begin at noon. Okay? Um, or do you guys find yourselves getting into... What Furman is doing. You know, do you find yourself listening to this show and saying, man, I wish these guys would talk about Furman more? Well, I'll tell you what, man. They've opened my eyes. You know, um, Clay Hendricks joins us at 6 p.m. today. They've opened my eyes, Diesel, and I'm damn proud of them. Elite football is fun to follow. It really, really is. You know, and, you know, again, being a fan of a team that was FCS at the time when we were elite, it was, it was mind-boggling that we couldn't get Greensboro media, Charlotte media, Raleigh media to, to even acknowledge what was happening in Boone. So good on you, Furman. You got us talking about you. You're doing the right things. You keep winning. We'll keep talking about you more. Yesterday was our producer, Brandon Holden, uh, his daughter Holden's birthday. Uh, Diesel, let's sing Holden happy birthday. What do you say? Who's Holden? Brandon's daughter. Oh, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Holden. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Holden. We love you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Happy to do it, Brandon. Happy to do it. John G coming in with his upset pick. Coming in strong. Going Wake Forest. Plus six and a half points over the Dukies. Over the Dukies. Kyle D chiming in. He goes, look, man. As penance for yesterday's pick, I'll take Clemson plus three and a half over Notre Dame. As my pick, I despise Clemson. Uh, Texter says, we need a new segment where Mark raps. That would move our needles. What if I beatboxed for you, Texter? What if I, what if I beatboxed for you? I despise Clemson. I don't even like their kids or their dogs. Uh <laughs> The drop game. Diesel. You guys the were drop. on it yesterday. We had we got new drops from Nelson. I despise Clemson. I don't even like their kids or their dogs. 
Uh, we got a new one from Just the Facts. They have a hard time knowing doo-doo from apple butter. We got a new one from Leprechaun of Lyman. Here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> that is my favorite one, You guys Diesel. were all over it yesterday. That is my favorite one, Diesel. That is my favorite one. All right, um, what, what say you that I give you, uh, because you've asked for rap, and Drew L. has brought us rap snacks, what do you say I give you? A little beatboxing, a little beatboxing action, okay? I, I, I don't know that I can do this. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure that you guys are going to say I probably can't, okay? Um, but I am feverishly trying to get our YouTube camera back up and running here so I can show you guys. Um, so here we go, all right? When is this nightmare going to end? <laughs> He's got it. He's got it. That was buffoonery. That was complete. Oh, total Diesel doesn't respect it. Everyone who hears that, Diesel, <laughs> let's hear yours, Diesel. What do you got? Man, it was gangster. It, it was. It was. I don't know if you realize that. It was very, very gangster. Very gangster. It's right there. It's right there. This there you guy go. drives me crazy. <laughs> All right, we honor our high school athlete of the week, and we do it next. Right here on Offsides, we are the fan of state. It's Offsides. Mark, Ryan, and Diesel, we are the fan upstate. Joining us right now is our high school player of the week. His name, Mathiah Scott. Running back, Chapman High School, 20 carries, 176 yards. And Mathiah joins us right now on the show. Congratulations, young man. How are you today? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Man, I'm doing well. I'm doing well, man. Seven straight regional titles. Do you guys just not share well, man? I mean, like, why can't you share the regional <laughs> title with anybody else, bro? Come on. I, I just, you know, we, we don't like sharing, you know. So it's just we want what's ours and we know what's ours, so we're going to get it. I love it, man. I love it. You get to take, you know, you're like the honey badger. The honey badger, badger takes what he wants, right? Yeah. That, that's you guys. So yeah. 176 yards on 20 carries, one of three players on Chapman with over 100 yards. What was the key to that success, Matthias? Uh, online and, and, and uh, being behind them and hoping to have the confidence and just opening up holes. And what we just talked about, one of it is we, got, you, we want to score. We, we want to progress we want to move forward no, no negative plays you know Matthias. what's interesting is is we had last week or you went face to face head to head with last week's winner of this honor Jalen McGill the running back there at Broom how often as you're playing do you get to really marvel at what other guys at your level uh, at schools that you're playing are able to accomplish and are you like a are you a student of the game where you're watching everyone picking up little things here and there of what you could do in your game as well? Oh yeah, yes, completely. Whenever I'm not on the field on defense, I'm definitely watching the other running back, just seeing picking up tendencies, maybe to help the defense, or just seeing how 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 he runs the ball, what he sees, and what maybe I see differently. Exactly looking at Jalen McGill, he's a solid running back. Props to him. Just watching him whenever I'm not playing on defense, going against him is. It's great to watch another running back that's held to such a high standard. 
Matthias, there is a dispute, okay, that is, that is going on. Diesel, you don't know this. It's going on live, okay, on my phone, okay? Um, we've got a dispute on your name pronunciation. Now, you have told us it's Mathaya. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Beautiful, beautiful, because uh, we had Mathai, and what, what's most important to us is that we get the positive word about you out to the community. Okay, that's 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 absolutely what we want to do. So you're a senior, Mathai. What what does next year hold for you? Next year is just uh, kind of looking to uh, maybe further my uh, like further my um, career in playing football to whatever college really comes. What I say, what I tell uh, teachers and parents when they ask me, "Oh, wh- where do you want to go to college?" It's kind of like whatever college is free. So for now, it's just like looking. Hoping colleges offer me, but you know I'm gonna go to whatever college is free, especially for education. Well, that's 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 great. So, um, ha, like, are there currently, Mathia, any nibbles there? You know, any attention at all given to you? If not, we're gonna use our platform to blow you up because that's what you deserve. Okay. So, are are you getting any nibbles from schools? And who would your dream school be? I, I am getting a little nibbles from uh, local schools here in South Carolina. Uh, my dream school would probably be um, the University of Miami. Wow. Okay. I bet you enjoyed them beating Clemson earlier this year, huh? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I told all the people, all my Clemson fans, all my Clemson fans that are on the football team, I, I let them hear it. Well, listen, I have no problem. Uh, well, I, I don't think orange, actually, Mathiah, is a great color, and it's featured in my alma mater, the University of Florida. But I can tell you that Florida could really use a running back of your build and your ilk. Okay, can we make that yes, happen? Sir. Can I get you doing the Gator Chomp out here? I'll, I'll put in a oh, yeah. I'll yes, put in sir. a good Absolutely, word for yeah. you for Billy Napier, who played locally here at Furman. You know what do you, right, what do you yes, think sir. about that? So if Chapman is going to win its third state title since uh, 2016, what do they got to do? We got to win this Friday. It's, it's it's one and done. So right now, focus is on winning Friday and being back in that locker room, uh, being back in that classroom Monday. Now, Matthias, just in the few minutes that we've had you on the phone here, obviously we can start to pick up and perceive that you are an incredibly intelligent young person. And you talked about wanting to follow up, uh, really really making your priority your education going forward. What do you want to pursue going into school? Uh, I want to uh, pursue a uh, business. I'm looking to uh, major in uh, sports business. Kind of just want to also stick with football, but – kind of you know also help help football have a football business in order to help kids like me either younger or older so what's the dream job underneath that degree for you dream job would be probably coming back and coaching and, and teaching and what would your coaching style be like would you be fire and brimstone like the late great bobby knight would you be more chill what 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 is matthias scott's coaching style uh, I'm probably gonna be I'm probably gonna be more fiery, you know, warning. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be loud. Uh, There's probably gonna be a lot of if I came to coach, probably a lot of parents who don't like me. But uh, I'm gonna be one of those coaches who's gonna be out there and be loud and be my players' face, knowing, letting them know, like, hey, it's go time, let's go. Okay, so so Mathiah, uh, I'm gonna ask you to I'm gonna piggyback on that, and I'm gonna ask you. Okay, now keep in mind we're on the radio, Mathiah, so we got to keep this safe for radio. Okay, give yes, us sir. the pep talk that you're going to give to your team before they play Crescent. Diesel and I are in a huddle around you. What are you going to say to us? We're getting ready to take the field. What do you got? 
Oh, man, what do I got? We're, we're finna get ready to take the field. Oh, man, let me – I got to get into character. <laughs> Just now, we're breaking it down. We broke it down. Um, hey, fellas, it, it, it's one and done. It's, it's killed or be killed. And right now, I, I, I ain't feeling like I, I, I want to be killed. Right now, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I want to eat. Let's, let's go out there and eat. Let's go. Be dogs. Chatman on me, Chapman on three, one, two, three, Chapman. Chapman on me, Chapman on three, one, two, three, Chapman. Suddenly I'm hungry, Matthias. It's great. <laughs> now, Matthias, Mark was reading me uh, some of your stats. We were talking about your story off the air leading into this interview, and he said you've had the same quarterback since you were in eighth grade. What's it like to have that kind of connection? It's, is it to the point where you know what he's going to do before he knows what he's going to do? It, it's kind of it is kind of like that honestly like having having a quarterback like that since uh eighth grade is is completely like nobody knows what like watching it you don't know what what's going to happen and there's been plays where uh something has happened and me and him have been involved and it's been positive like i said we don't take negative plays around here but it's been positive and our coaches is just like oh hey why did you call that and we're like we didn't call it it just it just happened and me and me and coleman graham my quarterback uh we kind of click, and so like I know uh, what he's gonna do before he doesn't. He knows what I'm gonna do before I do, and it's just kind of like he he kind of calls it out, or I'll kind of call it out. And it's just like we're all, we're always on the same page, and we're always a page ahead of everybody. Matthias Scott joining us. I've got this. Uh, I've got this honest feeling that uh, Crescent that that Crescent is gonna be bent in half a little bit on uh, on Friday night. Matthias Scott and the crew going to take names. Mathiah, congratulations on winning our High School Player of the Week award, buddy. We're really yeah, proud sir. of you. Uh, go kick butt and take names on Friday night, man, and uh, we will be watching, okay? Super proud of you. Yes, yeah, sir. Thank you. You got it. All right. Mathiah Scott right here on the Fan Upstate. Coming up next on the show, Offsides honors a legend, but first. And we will also give away those tickets that we teased and forgot to give away. That's coming up on the other side of this break. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.